Hello and welcome to the Power of Technology podcast series by Dell Technologies. I'm Ryan Regal with the cloud marketing team and I'm joined here today by Nick Brackney. Nick works with me in the cloud marketing team and has come on the podcast to discuss Project Alpine, the future of software innovation and bring that innovation to the cloud. Nice to see you again, Nick, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, so before we jump in, um, can you just give me a short summary of uh, what you'll be discussing today? Yeah, so, you know, Project Alpine, uh, the way to think about that is it's just the way in which we're taking uh, the software that currently is on our appliances uh, that, you know, people may be using in their data centers, either um, storage or data protection, and we're abstracting it, we're making it software defined, and then we're relocating it into the public cloud. So what this allows people to do is take advantage of that software innovation anywhere, really. What's really interesting about this is this is actually the second company I've been a part of uh, that has gone through this journey. And it's really interesting because appliances are a great way to consume technology. They really lower the barrier of entry and they make it a lot easier uh, to use. In many cases, they can deliver amazing performance because you have both the hardware and software tuned to work together. Uh, but ultimately, the, the drawback of these appliances is is they can't go everywhere. And that's really when we look at the cloud, we really have to embrace software-defined solutions in order to, to take advantage of those new environments. Interesting. So what are the, some, what are some of the uh, innovations that this will actually bring to customers um, who want to deploy these software-defined storage solutions in their cloud of choice? I, I think it's really important to note that, you know, with Dell, we have a ton of software engineering here. So uh, while some people might think of us as a hardware company, there is a ton of work that's being done uh, on the software side of the house. And when you think about these appliances, it can be anything from uh, reducing the management overhead, the management burden for managing storage and, and, and data protection uh, to providing uh, higher performance, better resiliency, massive scale. And so I think what's really going to be exciting is when uh, we partner uh, some of this storage innovation up with the public clouds and their ability to consume things as a service, uh, their ability to do, deliver advanced services like AI as a service, uh, you're going to see uh, the best of both worlds, really, right? You're going to get those enterprise data services you've come to rely on in your data center, uh, plus that you know unlimited scale and, and ability to consume on demand. So as far as what's available today, um, that really unlocks, the, as you mentioned, the value of that software in the cloud. Um, where can can your customers go to to find offers that they can start taking advantage of now? Yeah, I think the first thing to note is that you, you know this software defined uh, focus. Uh, it's a way to extend what is what is possible, and it's a way to give more options and more choice in how you can consume the technology in that you know environment. Uh, there are plenty of options beyond the software-defined offerings that we're talking about here today that can enable uh, similar types of experiences. So things like you know running it in a colo, for instance, um, or you know using some of the, uh, the the tiering software that we have that's native in the storage platforms to tier data off to the cloud. So I don't want people to think that that 
you know, the, the, the Alpine work that we're doing here, uh, the solutions that we're, we're building, that these are the only ways in which they can interact in the cloud environment with Dell's technology. There are plenty of others. Uh, but when it comes to uh, the first product out of the gate that we have here for Project Alpine is, is PowerFlex uh, cloud storage on AWS, right? And so what's really exciting here is uh, it's the full fidelity product. Uh, we didn't have to change a single line of code because PowerFlex was already software defined. And so uh, what we did was we made that available. It's available uh, on AWS. So you go to the marketplace uh, and you can see it there. Um, and, and it brings uh, our version uh, 3.6 up there. So it's 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 really exciting. It has all the benefits of uh, that, that feature set in the data center. So when we look at this a little bit longer term, kind of take a step back and take a look at Dell's overarching strategy um, and, and, and ultimate goals, um, how, is, how is this contributing uh, to that goal? Yeah, I think that Dell's, you know, state of purpose is, is to, you know, really enable human progress. And, and it's really about making sure that we're building the products that allow organizations to find, uh, you know, paths to innovation wherever they're going to be. And so, uh, you know, whether it's our file offerings, our block offerings, or even our object offerings, it's making sure that we're, we're making them available in all of the environments that our customers today are, are, are leveraging. And so, you know, kind of the North Star of this is to get uh, these various different products up into each of the clouds uh, and then provide a management experience across them that makes that a lot easier uh, to consume that, that storage uh, wherever it is. So you've talked a lot about the technology that we're, we're now making available in the cloud. Can you talk to me a little bit about the use cases that our customers can actually go and now pursue? Uh, with this new operating environment? Yeah, so I mean, I think the first thing out of the gate is just, you know, uh, while cloud offers a lot of benefits, sometimes organizations struggle to get there. And so, uh, you know, being able to uh, accelerate a cloud migration is one of the ways in which people sometimes think about this, right? You know, I've got um, it on-prem, I can put it up into the cloud quickly. Uh, maybe I'm not going to replatform this application, even though I know replatforming it would, uh, help me take take better advantage of the cloud uh, just because of e either time constraints or or, or you know uh, other competing priorities. Uh, so that's a big one. Is simply just lowering the bar of entry, the the bar of entry to cloud. Uh, and then we we can think about uh, some of the more standard use cases, right? Things like dev test. Um, I always think dev test is the first thing that goes to the cloud. Uh, but what's really interesting here is you know maybe you're running your production environment on prem. And you want to just throw it up in the cloud, and you want to hammer it with you know a couple thousand cores and see if you can make it break, right? You know, you want to run through all your different tests, and you want to do them as fast as possible. Uh, th this is a great way to handle uh, you, you know cloud with with this type of a solution. Uh, additionally, it could lower the friction for backup and disaster recovery. You know, it, it makes it easier for you to um, put a, a copy of that data really rapidly into uh, the public cloud. And then I think what we're going to see some really interesting new use cases for people or unlocking the environment um, is around the databases and applications and also analytics. And I think that, you know, while cloud is built for resiliency, uh, 
you know, there's been some interesting design decisions. So, you know, you, a, a lot of your um, best practices are to operate on multiple availability zones, but that's not how EBS works, for instance. That's not how your, your block storage typically is designed to work. And people say, well, we have object for that. Yeah, but, you know, maybe my preference is, is to be running it in, in, in block, right? So there's some really unique stuff we did with PowerFlex to allow you to basically uh, build across uh, multiple availability zones. So that's one thing that's going to be kind of interesting around this release is, is you know, being able to deliver, you know, more mission critical applications to the cloud, you know, getting those higher service levels, the higher uh, uptime uh, right there. And then, you know, there's also some really interesting stuff from a perspective of uh, low latency, high transactional performance, and, uh, you know, linear scaling for these these different types of uh, uh, um, applications. Being able to scale out massively uh, is, is a unique capability of that storage software, which is going to be different than other block storage offerings that you might, you know, be familiar with. So you mentioned developers a couple times. Um, are there any resources for developers that are are, are um, looking at this platform uh, in terms of uh, learning about API integrations or documentation or uh, just gaining support uh, for their development activities? Yeah, you know, absolutely. As we think about cloud, developers become more and more important, right? They make a, they make uh, more of the decisions and the lion's share of them uh, in these environments. And uh, so there's a lot of other work that's being done, uh, not part of this particular project, but working with you know different uh, different uh, appliances or platforms that we have, um, you know PowerFlex, PowerScale, uh, you, you know uh, uh, VxRail and PowerStore. So uh, definitely a lot of, of work that's been done to work with various different Kubernetes distributions. Uh, you know, EKS Anywhere, Azure Stack, you know, Google Anthos. So we we definitely have embraced uh, developers all up. And then, yes, there's definitely uh, some great materials that are made available uh, to, you know, for APIs across the Dell family that are really, you know, centered on making that infrastructure available as code. So uh, definitely a lot of great stuff there for developers. So one of the concerns um, for customers in every industry is keeping their data protected, um, not only business critical data, but also their irreplaceable IP in many cases. Is there anything available from Dell that can help them keep their data protected both on-premises and in the cloud? Yeah, you know, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our data protection offerings. Uh, you know, I, I'm sitting here focused on on you know the PowerFlex uh, today just because of, of of you know some announcements that we're having in around reInvent. But uh, um, absolutely, we we uh, actually have have great uh, success with helping organizations protect their data in uh, the public clouds uh, already. Uh, we have about 14.2 exabytes of data that we're currently protecting. Uh, in the public clouds. So the data protection offerings are already software defined. They're already up there. They've, uh, you know, been in the marketplaces of, you know, AWS, Azure, and GCP for quite some time. So uh, definitely, and, and that's one of those things too, where uh, a, a lot of times organizations can make mistakes with their data protection strategies when it comes to cloud. You know, they they buy as a service and they assume, you know, hey, it's, I'm running it in two availability zones. I'm fine. And 
you know, the reality of that is uh, running in multiple availability zones is great for resiliency, right? Making sure that you don't have downtime. It does not offer any protection or very minimal protection uh, when it comes to uh, data retention and, and ensuring that you don't have corruption or uh, ransomware attacks. Because what's going to happen is if you get hit in one of those availability zones, it's going to replicate across so fast, you're never going to see it, right? You know, we're talking about 90 milliseconds to hit the other availability zone. And so, um, you, you know, uh, sometimes people, they, they, uh, they learn a tough lesson here. So always important to think about data protection, especially in cloud, and make sure that you've purchased a, a solution because those do not come by default. Well, thank you, Nick, for joining us today to talk us through uh, Project Alpine and the exciting things that are going on with uh, software-defined storage in our movement to cloud. Uh, thank you all for listening to the Power of Technology podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, or leave us a review. If you're interested in data protection, cyber resiliency, or cyber recovery, check out our sister podcast, Power to Protect. That's power, the number two in protect. I'm Ryan Bregal, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.